Hello and welcome to Spoken Like a Native podcast. My name is Diane. I'm an English teacher from Scotland and a devoted language learner. And this podcast is for those learning English to improve their listening and vocabulary with episodes on engaging topics like culture, current events, history and how languages work. If you want to improve your speaking and listening, head over to speakmeters.com where you can take part in small group conversations hosted by native speakers. This is an amazing way to boost your fluency, expand your vocabulary and increase your confidence by practicing with qualified, certified and selected native speakers who really enjoy helping people. There are sessions at a range of levels for English, French, Spanish and German, so book your first session today speakmeters.com and don't forget you can take part in this podcast by telling me your ideas for topics information about how to get in touch with us is in the description enough beating around the bush let's get this episode underway so we're back for another episode this is episode number nine of spoken like a native my name is diane And I'm a host at Speak Meters, uh, where I do sessions in English. I also go there to practice my French and my Spanish. Um, so this is going to be part two of the episode with Nelly, who is also a host. She hosts sessions in French. And what's going to be coming up in the next few weeks? So soon we'll have another episode that I've done jointly with Sarah, who helped me a lot in talking about idioms, some of the idioms that we use a lot, those kind of phrases like it's raining cats and dogs that people find it difficult to use but make you sound a lot more uh, native. And also we're going to have a session of speak meters so you can get a flavor for yourself of what we do. So I'm going to record one of the sessions so that should be fun. Anyway, let me get on to talking to Nelly. So you are a host on Speak Meters and you host sessions for people improving their French. Yes. And um, and yeah, so how long have you been doing that? So I'm uh, on Speak Meters uh, since uh, 2020. Okay. Uh, since uh, the beginning of COVID. <laughs> okay. So uh, I, I I saw the, 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 the beginning of Speak Meters because uh, I've Before that, it was a, a physical uh, meet mm. with uh, people in order to, uh, to, to meet people, uh, to, to speak uh, the language that mm. you want to learn. And at the time, I was uh, searching for things like this. Mm -hmm. So I was searching for this and uh, I've, um, I found a, a trip meters so it mm. was called trip meters uh, and uh, i had the opportunity uh, to chat to chat uh, with steph uh, which is the founder of uh, trip meters mm -hmm. and uh, he said uh, yes you, you we have uh, this event uh, uh, next week you can come uh, and uh, speak uh, with uh, people uh, with uh, different uh, areas uh, different languages so i was excited and mm. uh, next week uh, it was covid <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It was COVID, it was a lockdown, you can't do anything. Mm. And uh, at the time, uh, Steph um, made uh, the, ha had the idea to, to make it online mm -hmm. and uh, we call it uh, Speak Meters. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. So it was uh, at the beginning, and uh, I I decided uh, to to host a session in French, and to participate in sessions uh, in English and a little bit of Spanish. Ah, okay. So you, how how is your Spanish? My Spanish is very, 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 very bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, I have a very uh, beginning uh, level. Mm. I, I used to to speak Spanish because I study it in um, in high school. Okay. In high school and before before high school, mm -hmm. but uh, I've lost uh, everything. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm sure you can you can pick it up and improve because I studied Spanish at school and then I left it for years and years and years until I met my my partner at the. Um, mm. At the time, he didn't speak very much English, and I was like, "Oh, okay." I, I tried to speak Spanish at that point. I couldn't remember very much of it, and so it, it was a long gap without any studies. And then now I'm I'm quite uh, I'm quite good, but it's a lot of practice. <laughs> yes, uh, I have the frustration to. It, it's uh, difficult because I I have the frustration that I used to speak it and mm. now I can't do it anymore. Mm. So I have to uh, to go, uh, I, I, I have to, to delight this frustration mm. and uh, start over. And it's the thing that I can't do right now. Mm. <laughs> like, I think it will be more, it will be easier for me to, to start to learn another language that mm. I don't know oh, right. at all that to rerun <laughs> Spanish. That, that, yeah, that's a that's an interesting point because if you have something like, for example, uh, Duolingo, I don't know if you used Duolingo. No, I don't use it, but okay. I know it. Yeah, so so basically, with with one membership, it's I I think it's uh, I'm not advertising for Duolingo, but <laughs> I th I think <laughs> it's very useful for just a daily practice to rem mm. remind you of vocabulary and grammar. Um, it's quite good at picking up on your pronunciation as well, I think. Okay. But okay. Um, what what's good about um, uh, what well, what's good and bad, I think, about Duolingo is that um, you have one account and you're not limited to one language, so you can study as many languages as you want. Um, yeah. So it's it's possible there that you could say, oh, I'm really bored of French, or I'm really bored of Spanish, so I'm going to study Arabic or Dutch or Russian mm. or or Mandarin Chinese and you feel good because you learn you you go from zero to to knowing how to say my name is and uh, one two three four and so you learn something and you feel really good and you get all the dopamine and the serotonin in your brain it's like, yeah I learned something but actually <laughs> you think about it is it really useful if you're never going to to live in an Arabic speaking country or to live in in a Russian speaking country is it just that it's making you feel better and it's yeah. not maybe you should invest more time in the languages you, that are really useful to you yeah so I, I understand that feeling of sometimes if I'm working on my Spanish and my French and I go oh, I want to I'll just do some Dutch because it's like going from zero <laughs> to level yes. one <laughs> yes so yes right now for Spanish I can say like three sentences that I say since uh, I think ten years now, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. I can um, I can sing in Spanish you can because sing. Uh, I yes I watch a lot of Violeta. I don't know if uh, you know it. Violeta. It yes it was uh, uh, an uh, how do you say it? Uh, 
Euh, Ar Ar Argentina, <rire> TV show. Euh, yes, Argentinian, thank you, TV show. Uh, so for teenagers, mm. and uh, I watched it, mm. and uh, it was uh, in Spanish. So no, it was it was in Disney Channel, translated oh. in French, but the songs are in uh, Spanish. Okay. So I used uh, to to sing it a lot. Mm -hmm. I think music is is a good way to to learn languages yes. as well because it because it engages not just your your logical brain but a, you know mm. your emotions are engaged as well and i think you remember things a lot better that you learn in a, in a song exactly yeah. so so now I, i'm trying to understand what i was singing <laughs> this time <laughs> yeah okay and uh, so how about your english why why did you want to I, i imagine you already knew how to speak english before you started at speak meters right Yes, so uh, I'm starting to learn English in, oh, I don't know how to, to, to say it in English, um, since a primary school, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. since a primary school, and uh, because uh, in, in Ivory Coast, uh, we, in the schools, especially uh, in um, in high school, you you have to speak uh, English. So mm -hmm. you have a, a um, you have a field, mm -hmm. a subject. You have a a subject. Thank mm -hmm. you. You have an English uh, subject. But in the way that we learn English, it's a lot of writing mm. and uh, less uh, speaking. Mm -hmm. So I have a great level in writing, um, in reading uh, too, but my speaking is not uh, as great mm. as I, I, I want to. I want it to be. So I I want to speak meters in order to speak with native people, mm -hmm. to have my ear be used. To, to the way that uh, native people speak mm -hmm. and uh, to be able uh, to, to respond to it without uh, thinking too much. Mm -hmm. And it's the thing that I, it's my, it's the thing that I have to work on because I really think a lot before mm. saying the, the words. Yeah. Okay. And, and how, how many sessions of English are you doing per week? Oh, uh, at the beginning, so during the lockdown, it was like, um, it was practically every day. Mm -hmm. yeah, <laughs> I had a bunch of, yes. But since uh, 2022, it's less like uh, one session per week or every two weeks because mm -hmm. I'm a little busy with uh, my work. Yeah. But uh, back then, it was uh, practically uh, every day and it really helped me a lot mm -hmm. because uh, I haven't, I, I didn't have this level right now that I had be before, yeah. before. So you feel so like uh, you improved a lot? Yes, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do this interview <laughs> before yeah. the picture. Yeah, and sometimes I think I, I spoke, um, I mentioned this uh, because I did a session in Speak Meters yesterday uh, in English and, um, people were saying, Oh, it's a, I don't feel like I'm improving on the same thing uh, every day. And, um, other people said to this, this person, um, well, hang on. I remember you, uh, six months ago and mm. you, you could hardly, you were asking the person to repeat everything 
you couldn't understand things you you said the same words all the time i don't understand i don't understand and now you can speak quite fluently but so so the point is that often we don't notice um our improvements mm. until we look back on six months or a year and we say oh look how i was then and look how i am now even if i feel like i still could improve a lot i i have improved in in many ways and it's also not it's not linear it doesn't always go up in a, the same line you know the same improvement all the time sometimes you get stronger at one skill and you get weaker at another skill it depends it depends what's happening in your brain what's happening in your life yeah. at, at the at the time um so yeah that, that i think everybody has that feeling if they practice a lot of their language skills and they feel as if they're not improving but then suddenly they they realize oh actually i've made a big improvement in that time yeah mm. and and so um apart from doing the speaking sessions what what else do you do with your english um i, I watch a lot a lot a lot of tv shows mm -hmm. in uh, in english um with uh, english subtitles mm -hmm. i I try sometimes uh, to watch it without subtitles mm -hmm. because sometimes uh, it's uh, it's difficult uh, to catch all the words. Yeah. Um, I watch a lot of comedy. Mm -hmm. what, what kind of uh, things do you watch? Can you give an example uh, of a show you watch? Yes, uh, right now I'm into Suits. Uh-huh, okay. I really like it, but for example, Suits, it's a very challenging uh, TV show because uh, it's speaking about uh, technical uh, things like finances mm -hmm. it's uh, it's uh, about um, uh, lawyers in finance mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. you you have a, a lot of uh, context of vocabulary situations related to uh, the u.s law mm. and the finance law with uh, big companies yeah. so i'm like i'm doing uh, finances classes <laughs> and law classes and english classes at mm. the same time <laughs> yeah and uh, do you find um it, do you mainly watch american shows or do you ever watch stuff that's with a british accent british accent uh, only one show the crown Mm -hmm. <laughs> that I like uh, very much uh, about uh, sorry about the England family, mm -hmm. but it's only this one. And I have another one. Uh, it's it's not British. Uh, it's Peaky Blinder. So it's another oh, accent. It's, it's yeah. It's um. It's from yeah. It's it's English. It's um. I think it's m the Midlands area. So yeah, they they are yes. British. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a uh, definitely but different with a, a different accent. Yeah, yeah. but that's a, that's a good point. Um, I was th I was just thinking there, if um if people mainly only watch things like The Crown, uh, they get the impression that everybody in Britain speaks like the Queen. <laughs> um, but it's it can be good to watch something like Peaky Blinders or or maybe uh, The Office or some other shows are, um, where you get a range of different accents and you hear that there is actually a lot of variety. Um, yes. I haven't watched Peaky Blinders, um, but I've heard that a lot of people really like it. Um, yes, it's a very great show, but yeah. it was challenging at the beginning with the accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Birmingham accent. Uh, it's, a bit, uh, it's a bit strange, but um, it's nice. I like it. 
a lot of people don't like the, that specific accent from the Midlands. It has a reputation. Most people in Britain say, oh, it's so ugly. We don't like it. You just have to be used to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did you f do you find the, the Americans or American English or British English uh, easier? Which one is easier for you? Uh, I don't know because um, I, I found it very uh, interesting and funny all the videos that make a comparison mm -hmm. about uh, the, the two languages. Mm -hmm. So uh, sometimes I think that I'm a mix of the two. Mm -hmm. I have some words that I pronounce like uh, uh, in uh, the US and other words like in the British mm -hmm. in the, the in England, but I don't have I don't think that I have a preference. Okay. It uh, it uh, it depends, mm -hmm. but I I, f I found it very funny uh, because I, I I follow a lot of um, a lot of uh, comedian content creator mm -hmm. and uh, the differences like sometimes they do sketch about uh, for example a U.S. person coming in a, uh, in uh, England mm -hmm. and. Uh, I think I, like, I, uh, I think I know the person you mean. Is it like a, a YouTube shorts, short videos, and he do does? Yes, you, you have a, a lot of a lot of person. Mm. I don't uh, I don't have the names, mm -hmm. but I follow many person many person doing this type of thing. And uh, the 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 funny was one that I remember was like it was someone in the in the U.S. He was in the restaurant a restaurant, mm -hmm. but the the uh, server, how do you say server? Yeah, in, in America they say server, or you could also you could say waitress, waiter. Okay, so the waiter was uh, a British one. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, the American, <laughs> the American the client was like, uh, uh, "Excuse me, is it possible to have another waiter because uh, I don't speak British?" <laughs> <laughs> and. <laughs> And the British uh, waiter was like, "Come on, it's the same in English. You can do it." <laughs> so it was a, uh, it was a uh, very funny to yeah. to to have it. And so the 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 American client uh, uh, said all the things that he he want to to have. And when the British uh, waiter repeated, it was like with the very very British accent. And the client was like, "Yeah." I don't know what you're talking about. So yes, uh, it's uh, it's very funny to to see all the sketch about the differences uh, between the the, the 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 languages. But I don't yeah. have a preference. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's um. It's not just yeah. It's a pronunciation is is different, but also we have completely different words for for so many things. There's yes. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's amazing. Some of the like uh, vacation. Uh, they say vacation. Holiday. We say holiday. Um, they say trash, we say rubbish. Um, oh, bathroom, restroom? But yeah, when you say bathroom, yeah, mm. restroom. And we, we just say toilet, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, you, can say, you can say bathroom and people will understand you, but it's like, ooh, bathroom, ooh, it's so posh, you know. Um, oh, <laughs> in okay. Um, what else is, is there? Uh, in America, they might say like ladies', ladies room. Um, also was it one so there's a couple that are they're quite funny like um uh the things that you wear on your legs the clothes yes uh in what would you call that 
Like uh, you're, uh, you're just guessing uh, dressed. Uh, pants. Okay, in America, yeah, pants. And trousers. Trousers, uh, yeah. Trousers. And in the UK, pants is your underwear. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so that's one thing that's like a, a big difference. Yeah. Okay. It's um, it's very funny what you're saying because uh, when we at school, like for example, bathroom toilets, for mm. us we learn it as like they are synonyms, mm. but they don't tell us that uh, in America we said it like this, and in uh, in uh, England we said it like this. So mm. when you grew up, uh, for you it's just like uh, the same words using you can use one or another, but you don't know that there is a cultural use yeah. uh, depending on the country about those words yeah i guess it all in the end of the end of the day it kind of depends on like what's the the end goal of your your use of the language mm. uh, if you're going to work in america or with american customers or american people then you know it would make sense um to have the american um vocabulary and and grammar but um to be honest, like uh, the American cultural things like uh, Hollywood, Netflix and uh, TV programs, radio, podcasting um, is so influential because America mm. is such a powerful country. Yes. We have it has a big impact on how people in, in Britain and, and Australia and, and you know, other English speaking countries actually speak. Um, you can you can kind of see that British English is becoming a bit more Americanized. Um, mm. as time goes on and uh, in some ways it's kind of frustrating um, but in other ways it's um, you know you can't you can't really prevent it um, mm -hmm. but it it can it's it's like with anything the more the more nuance you have the more flexibility you have the, the more you can adapt your speech to whoever you're you're speaking to um, but yeah it's uh, it can be it can be funny like i i had a japanese um i think it was japanese or a chinese uh student who was trying to say um uh, talking about the, the place where you put your your used uh, things like your for us it's a it's a rubbish bin yes and, and he was he had a very he, his pronunciation was not clear at all it was very japanese and he was trying to say he was trying to say garbage, but he couldn't really mm -hmm. s he couldn't really say it properly, <laughs> and yes. I was like, not expecting that word, <laughs> so it took us like five minutes before I was like, "Oh, you're trying to say garbage," <laughs> trying to say, and I was like, "Oh, rubbish." So sometimes uh, there's like the double level of, um, yes. can you actually pronounce the word as well <laughs> as well as is it the right word to use in in that context? You, I think you mentioned that you like to listen to um, podcasts. Is that right? Yes, a lot. Uh, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yes. And what? Which? Which topics do you like to listen to podcasts about? Um, in in English, for example, I listen to On Purpose mm -hmm. by uh, Jay Shetty, uh -huh. and so uh, it's an entrepreneur, and uh, he speaks uh, about uh, the well-being in mm -hmm. general. So it will speak about uh, how to reduce uh, your stress, how to meditate, how to improve relationship uh, with yourself and uh, with uh, other people. And uh, he invites uh, a lot of uh, celebrity 
um, in order to speak about the, these kind of topics. And the thing that I really like about him is that when he invites a celebrity, it's not like uh, interview, like gossip interview. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just to know how many movies uh, have you done uh, how many partners have you been with mm -hmm. this kind of thing mm -hmm. he really i think he really show uh, the intimate level of the the celebrity and you really connect with the person you see this person as a human being as the person that you can talk with uh, every day and not as a, a celebrity who, who is uh, untouchable uh, mm -hmm. or unapproachable unapproachable mm -hmm. mm -hmm. so uh, i really like how he he does uh, his interview and mm -hmm. it's uh, really refreshing and uh, i learned a lot of things with him yeah and uh, so I think I think podcasts, audio or audio books are a really good way to improve your language skills. Definitely. What? Yes. Any, any other podcast you would recommend to people? I I like uh, the podcast uh, with uh, Coach Sonia, uh, which is a uh, uh, she's a. Uh, um, a business uh, coach, a mindset coach, and uh, I really like uh, how she is. I really like the message that uh, she she gives to, to to people. Um, I like how she build uh, her career and how she talk to women that it's possible to have a big career mm -hmm. and uh, to have a family because she has okay. uh, two children. She she has a husband. She's fully living all the things that she wants to accomplish in life. So I have a great family and have a great business too. Okay. So, um, so her, her podcast is a Coach Sonia Tips. Mm -hmm. Okay. Coach Sonia Tips. Right. I'll have a yes. look at that one. Um, and uh, another one that I I love is uh, the podcast with uh, Ashley Graham, mm -hmm. uh, which is uh, a model. Mm -hmm. And uh, the title is A Pretty Big Deal with Ashley Graham. Okay. And uh, she invites uh, she invite, uh, two um, celebrities in order to talk about how they navigate in life. Mm -hmm. And uh, I really like her energy. Uh, her way to talk to people and she asks very interesting question too yeah great yeah so i haven't listened to to any of those but um they sound interesting and the last one that i really like it's a uh, it's a french and uh, english mm -hmm. podcast because uh, she 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 does uh, interviews in uh, in french and uh, interviews uh, in english too mm -hmm. uh, um i'm trying to remember the name oh yes so the name of the podcast uh, is in french it's uh, entre elles mm -hmm. uh, which means uh, i don't know between them yes but women <laughs> yes exactly exactly with between women and uh, the purpose of this podcast uh, is uh, to interview so only women um, that uh, 
are doing the something uh, in life. So she mm -hmm. can be an entrepreneur or she can be a, she can work in, in a company. And the goal is just to interview women from very different area and to understand how they navigate in life uh, with uh, their business or with their professional goals and how it is to be uh, to be a woman in their fields. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it looks. I'm, I think I'm going to listen to that because it's going to give me some practice for my French. <laughs> it sounds interesting. <laughs> it's very interesting, and uh, she interview uh, French uh, people that speak uh, mm. in French and people that speak uh, in English. Yeah, sounds cool. Um, do you have any goals for your English for the next couple of years, or what would you like to achieve? Um, my my goals. Uh, for this year, or at least uh, for next year, to to take again the exam of TOEIC, uh -huh. because uh, in you you have a expiration date of this mm -hmm. exam. It's only available for three years, and uh, last my last degree in uh, my my last degree in TOEIC. Uh, has expired mm -hmm. so I want to take it to pass another mm -hmm. one in order to have it again oh, okay yeah it's only it's only valid for three years exactly mm -hmm. okay so it's uh, on uh, it's only on um, writing and uh, listening test in uh, in France which is important in order to attest to your level in English mm -hmm. cool. and and would you do you use English in your job at all not really. I've used it like just uh, twice because I have to speak uh, with some uh, computer developers uh, that are in, are in India. Mm -hmm. So we, we have to talk in English, but it was uh, it's very rare. Mm. Okay. Is that something you would like to do in the future? Yes, in the future, I would like to. It's in my plan mm -hmm. to to move in a speaking uh, English country. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe Canada. Why not? I've yeah. been in Toronto once uh, for holidays, and I really like the city. So mm -hmm. maybe uh, Toronto, or maybe uh, in uh, in England. Mm -hmm. And uh, my goal is to live there like at least six months in order to really be merge with mm. uh, the country and be a real bilingual <laughs> my god it's mm. really speak uh, english like a native uh, person so yeah mm. i i plan to do it i don't know uh when i will do it but uh, it's uh, on my plan to move uh, to an english speaking country yeah i think you can i mean you could go you could go now i think your english is good enough you would we would cope very well. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I think we have loads and loads to talk about, but um, I think we should <laughs> we should finish for today. Uh, okay. We can always have another conversation. So thank you. Thanks very much for joining me, and I'm I'm sure we'll have a follow up interview another time. Maybe we'll talk about um, about more detail about Cote d'Ivoire, and um, yes, I think also we're both interested in uh, like being women's issues being a woman and how to manage your your life and stuff so maybe we can we can talk a bit about that um 
It will be my pleasure. Thank mm. you very much, uh, Jen, for this uh, interview. It was very great. And uh, I see that I have a lot more to do with my English, but I'm very proud of uh, making, for making this. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's great. You've done you've done really really well, and uh, it's lovely to speak to you. So I'll, I'll be in touch. We'll be in touch. Great. Uh, okay. Thank you, Jen. You're welcome. Bye. Bye. And there we have it. I can't believe we're up to the end of episode nine. If you've been listening to all of these episodes, thank you very much. Um, it's really great to feel like I can help people in some way. And if you have any feedback at all, please do get in touch. My contact details will be in the description. Um, and remember, coming up in the future, we're going to be talking about idioms and we're going to have a, a recorded speak meters discussion session. So it will give you a real peek behind the curtain, as it will. And hopefully those involved will get an extra chance to <laughs> reflect on their own English skills. Just sometimes it can be challenging, but it can help you break through new barriers and improve. So thank you very much for listening. Um, if you have any questions that you would like me to answer in future episodes or any questions about me, please uh, get in touch and I will see you next week. Well, not see you, but <laughs> you will hear me next week. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. What do you think about today's topic? Remember, you can get in touch by leaving a comment or by joining the Speak Meters community. Follow Speak Meters on Instagram and subscribe to Spoken Like a Native on your favorite podcast platform. You can also leave a comment and like the stream. Please, please, please leave a review. It really helps us to find new listeners who are looking for fun language learning content. And lastly, don't forget to head over to speakmeters.com to take part in live conversations hosted by friendly native speakers. That's all for today. Catch you next time. Bye.